I'm Dao, I'm a visual artist and I paint ideas at the intersection of art, technology and business. And this is I Paint Ideas Podcast. Today I want to dive into self-leadership and to help me do that, I want to talk to my dear friend Shoshana Leakey, who is a business and transformational leader. She's leading her own company now, Shoshana Leakey Consulting. But before that, she walked the walk as a senior executive for some of the biggest companies in the world and transforming billion-dollar empires like Sprint, Ericsson Global, Nextel, Comcast, and others. The reason I want to talk to her about self-leadership in particular is because in addition to her extensive leadership experience, she's also amassed an extraordinary amount of knowledge, skills, and tools that span different fields, psychology, neuroscience, yogic philosophy, personality models, organizational leadership development, and energy medicine. And I'm probably forgetting somebody. In short, she's the expert in helping business leaders achieve better results, both personally and professionally. So how do we lead ourselves? Let's find out. Hey, Shashan, welcome. Wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course, you know, I'm dying to ask you some questions about your work. I'm working on this new collection about leadership and your work is so amazing. So I wanted to get some nuggets of inspiration, but also talk to you about the importance of self-leadership. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I want to start with one of your quotes that I have right here. So I'm going to just read it if you don't mind. There is nothing more rewarding than seeing what happens to people when you help them break free to finally live the life they love and deserve. And I love that quote. Um, I really love that quote. Do you believe that everyone, like everyone, can achieve the freedom to live the life that they love and deserve? Absolutely. Um, That's my own personal story. And that quote really came from my own journey. And if I can, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Um, and there's tremendous amount of tools and now backed by science that uh, more and more uh, there's quicker ways of healing from past traumas and, and paradigms that can really help set you free so you can continue to build the life you love to live. Even with these extra tools that you mentioned, I think it still comes down to you being able to create that for yourself. Absolutely. Um, you have to make a decision that, that you need to affect that change. Uh, quite often, you know, we're conditioned to look on the outside, you know, uh, to look at all the conditions and things that are happening on the outside. And we're conditioned to think that it's happening to us. And it really is not. It's happening with us. And uh, the self freedom through self leadership, really the the core tenant of that is taking 100% responsibility for for you, your response, what your part in all of it is, no matter what the conditions are, and really making the decision to do what you can with what you have from where you are, and really understanding. You know, what are those things that you can do to shift things versus focusing on the circumstance? Yeah, that's a great point about um, you cannot start from someplace where you're not or with things you don't have, obviously. But what I'm saying is 
a lot of people are just focusing on their circumstances and they're reacting. They're just reacting. There's there's really no, you know, thoughtful response to, to any of it. Right. Reactive with especially social media, technology, everything being, a, you know, five second blurb. Um, that's actually expediting that behavior even more. Um, my concern really is we're losing, we are losing the ability to discern, right? And discernment is, is something that comes from a clear state of mind and, um, and having a really, really clear vision of what is it that we would love. And when something is happening, when there's a circumstance and we're responding in a certain way, reacting a certain way, more than likely there are things within us that we need to work through so that we can unblock and get really clear on what it is and how we can navigate through it. You know, even under the most difficult circumstances, there are silver linings. I think you're absolutely right. In any situation, there's always silver lining. There's always something positive to take away. One of the best examples that I can, that I can share is of Nelson Mandela. And um, he, you know, most people know him, so it's wonderful, easy to talk about him because his life is out there in public record for people to, to fact check, right? But... Um, in a private conversation, he was asked this question. Um, and the question that he was asked is, how is it possible that you were arrested by your country, jailed for life, like you were not supposed to get out in your lifetime, you were supposed to die in jail, in hard labor. Not only did that same country free you, um, but you also became the president of that country. How is that possible? So just if you just even begin to contemplate his circumstances, right? How can you possibly even imagine his, his dream of freedom for his country, freedom for his people to come true, change for the government to, to come true? And he answered the question in this way. You know, the man that went to jail could not have been the president of the country. But the man that came out of prison was ready to be the president of the country. And to me, what I take from that is his vision never changed, right? And his circumstances didn't drive his decision. He continued to have that vision. And it's the process of who he became while in hard labor, most of the time solitary, right? No interaction with anyone. But he made a decision not to let that fuel his anger. He made the decision not to be this bitter, angry person giving up on his dream. He made the decision to continue to have that vision, right? So it's that clear vision, the decision, the constant commitment, right? And in some ways, his circumstances were the qualifiers for him to be a match for that vision, for that dream that he had. And this is the process that I'm talking about that I think every single one of us faces in our lifetime.
right? It's what is it that we're looking to become? What is it that we're looking to to manifest in our life, to bring forward? You know, whether it's in your career, you know, in a corporate job, or whether you're an entrepreneur and you're building your business, whether you're an artist and you're doing your your work, the work that you love, who do you become in the process as you're building that, right? It's that journey and that constant recommitment to that vision. Yeah, Nelson Mandela's story is so inspirational. He was able to achieve so much. But it is about the journey, right? It's about who do you become for sure. And it is about keeping the vision. Even even if, you know, the how changes, you still have to keep in mind, you know, what, what you're really after. And it is the journey. It is who you become. I'm curious what you would say to people who just for the life of them cannot see past their circumstances they're just in this victim mentality everything is horrible <laughs> they're focusing on all this negativity like what would you say to them well i'll quote a little bit of science here right um neuroscience quantum physics uh there's tremendous amount of study out there that shows that what we focus on expands right what we put our attention to grows um, energy basically flows where our attention is. So if you're continuously focused on the thing that you don't want or the circumstance, you're only going to get more of that, right? That's what you're focused on. The subconscious mind, which is about 95% of, you know, our, where our paradigms play, right? Our programs, our ha habits, our behaviors, and some serve us, some served us for whatever we needed to at the time. And there are some that are paradigms that are no longer serve us. So if you allow those things to continue to play by default and you continue to focus on all the things you're unhappy about, your subconscious thinks that's more of what you want because it does not have judgment. So what is it you can do from where you are with what you have? The only way to change that, the only thing we have control over is our thinking, is our thoughts. So what can you change? What can you shift? What step can you take from where you are, right? So I, I believe life speaks to us through signals. And there's two main ones that it speaks to us through. We're either, you know, happy and feel expansive and full of energy and full of life, um, or we have some discontentment, something that we're unhappy about, right? And um, now a lot of us are hardwired, right, to to look for, and that high wiring all of us have is to look for danger, to look for, you know, what's wrong. It's a survival mechanism, but if you if you can look at when you're not happy, when you're discontented with something, usually there's a reason for that. And the answer as to what is it that you're looking for is underneath that. It's not always the opposite, right? So the simple example would be, I don't like uh, strawberry ice cream, right? That doesn't mean I don't like ice cream. I just don't like strawberry ice cream, right? So it's really focusing on initially looking for the clues. Okay, these are the things I'm happy about. So what is this showing me, right? And what is it that I would love instead? And then you begin to, to work with 
you know, looking at your goals, getting really clear on that. What is that vision? I know that you help your clients with things like that, like rewiring. And I'm just curious, how do you actually do that? How do you talk to the subconscious? Uh, what, what tools, what techniques do you use? Well, there's quite a few. <laughs> um, I can tell you that um, the very first diagnostic tool that I use is if they have transformational willingness. Okay. So, because it's not about forcing anyone, it's not about convincing anyone, it's do you have the transformational willingness to do the work? And uh, there's many different methods and modalities that I use. Most of them have to do with really rewiring, right? Um, using different, you know, kinesiology um, testing in combination with whole brain postures. And there's ways of working where you can very quickly rewire, right? W align your conscious or your subconscious mind with the goal that you have, right? But you have to be willing. You have to be willing. That's actually great news that that all of it is possible and fixable because I think a lot of people are kind of stuck in the despair that, you know, their life is just not going to change at all. So I'm curious, what kind of results have you seen with your clients? Uh, tremendous results. Um, I absolutely love working with my clients. Um, as I'm sure you already know this, so many of them come to me through referral and I love working that way. Um, and a lot of time it's because they've seen someone they know change their results and they're wondering how did they do it and that's that's how they show up with me um, you know there are depending on the need of the client you know some of them I'll work you know on a few sessions and they just need some fine tweaking and others have been with me a long time I, I think one of the ones that I'm most proud of is a senior executive who um, was really not, she was discontented, to use my language, you know, at her work. And um, it didn't quite, her, her job and the way that the, her life was designed didn't fully include all the pieces of everything that she wanted to do. You know, it, it was not the life design she was looking for. So working with her over a few years now, um, and uh, she went from exiting from, from that particular job, went into an advisory role and was able to free up her time, enough time and create her life in a way where she also is spending time on her music. And she loves songwriting. She actually has written quite a few. She's published several. She's now in the process of looking at creating her own album, full album. She started with saying, maybe I'll publish one or two singles, but um, and she's just gone into this amazing space where it's not an either or, it's a this and, right? And uh, she, in, in that process also, she moved, she went, you know, she bought a place that in an area where she loves because she loves also the water. So she's near water, she loves boating. I mean, she's been able to incorporate all these pieces, right? by doing the work to shift the paradigms, right? 
and uh, the paradigms that run us, right? We all have them. We all have the habits. And um, she's just in such an amazing place and continues to be such a joy to work with because she challenges me, <laughs> you know, just as I challenge her. And, um, and it's just an amazing partnership. Oh, that must be great for her to do what she loves to do, to find the time and the space for it. And on her own terms too. And I had a chance to work with you for just a a short amount of time. So I know how great it is. What inspired you to start doing this work? Well, so much of that came from my own journey. You know, I, um, by my early thirties, I was, uh, I had just to give you just the tree, tree tops. Um, you know, I had immigrated to the U S when I was a teenager, I didn't speak a word of English, you know, came here with my immediate family from the former Soviet Union. Um, by the age, early 30s, so I had gone through a massive immigration and change, uh, had lost uh, all my siblings, three to be exact. My mom had um, passed from, from cancer. My dad, you know, had dementia. He was suffering from dementia. And I had gone through a very difficult divorce. So tremendous amount of you know, trauma, I guess, if I could use that word, even though I don't like using that anymore. And uh, definitely set points and belief systems, things that I had to work through. And every generation of my family, by the way, it was also um, had been born in a different country because of war and genocide. So there was tremendous amount of even family story and cycles that I needed to get through. And I was doing tremendous amount of therapy you know, for grief and for, you know, for the divorce and for the transitions and just the traditional cognitive therapy was not enough. You know, I I was this self-aware person walking the earth, right? But I continued to, to repeat the same things over and over again. And I didn't understand why that is really what drove me to seek to study, right? So it really first started with me. And, uh, and I'm somebody who, when I pick something, I go a mile deep, you know, um, I'm, I'm a lifelong learner. So through my own healing journey is I studied many different modalities and different philosophies and psychology. I continued to, to ask for, there's gotta be a better way, faster way, you know, there's gotta be a way to do this. And quite frankly, even philosophically, a lot of my question was, I'm the only surviving member of my family. Um, there's a reason why I'm still alive. There's, there's no end. And I also refuse to accept the fact that, I, you know, to continue to be in so much pain and grief after doing all that work and uh, saying there's, there's no, it, it didn't make sense to me. So I kept asking that question. There's got to be another way. And that led me to study over 20 different modalities and healing uh, processes. And I, I've pretty much, you know, I, I exited my corporate world about five years ago um, and officially started doing this full time because I knew so many people like me um, that that wanted it, needed it, right? So they were curious as to how I was able to do it. And that's really where the work was born from. 
like I said, your work is so amazing. You're making such a huge difference for people. And I'm so grateful that you are my friend. Oh, I'm grateful as well. Your, your paintings are amazing. And uh, I love how you paint out of inspiration in ways that only the great ones do. So keep doing it. Keep doing it. Oh, thank you so much for that. You know, I don't, I don't paint what I see. I paint ideas. So I really need to steep myself in that subject matter. And sometimes I interview people like this or I read about it or <laughs> sometimes I meditate about it. Uh, whatever it is, but I really need to really process it in in my head through my lens, and then figure out how to visualize it onto the canvas. Uh, so, so it has to like that process even before I get the canvas out can be pretty intense. Yeah, your process—I call it the, detect the detective, right? A great detective process, very similar to what I do with my clients. I love being that detective initially, right? <laughs> like, where, where is the root cause? Where, where is this coming from? And then work with them on, on building it. And, and I think you very much have the same approach with your painting and with your art. Yeah, that's exactly what, what it is, a detective process. You know, sometimes I start with one idea and it's it's fully baked. I already have a composition and colors and everything is ready to roll. And I start doing it and uh, it just becomes something something completely different through the creative process. Well, it's that process that I said, you know, who you become, right, in the process. And I think that that's, that's your relationship with your, with your paint, with your paintings. That's so true. And I feel like just a conduit to this energy and creativity to come through and not, I try not to judge it. I try to not be in the way and just let it happen. And I feel like those are the best paintings. Yeah. So thank you for that. Uh, if people wanted to connect with you, where should they go? Yeah, I'm pretty easy to find. Uh, I think probably the, the, the best way would be to go to uh, my therapy website, which is Rapid Life Therapy. And there they can um, basically get on my calendar for a complimentary discovery call. And only those that have transformational willingness are to apply. And uh, <laughs> so... Yes, you heard her. You have to be willing to transform. Uh, I'll make sure that we put the link in show notes so people can take advantage of it. And like I said, I, you know, I did a little bit of work with you and uh, it was amazing. So... And I keep saying amazing, but it is really amazing. So make sure that you take advantage of that uh, if you want to improve your results. So I'll put that in show notes. Absolutely. And even as in as little as one session, there's, there's a powerful shift. And um, it doesn't necessarily always have to be a very long-term commitment. But, um, I mean, you've experienced some, some stuff with me and you see how quickly um, something can shift. So... Um, yeah, for sure. Even even in just one session, uh, it felt pretty instant to me. It was very very interesting, actually. Right. Well, you know the the con the conscious mind processes forty thousand bits of information per second. The subconscious forty million. <laughs> so it's sort of your super processor, right? And it's really aligning your conscious with your subconscious, really. So I I don't. Uh, 
part of my learning. You know, every system has its limitation, as since I've studied so many. And part of my learning uh, through this was you you need to engage the person, both their conscious and subconscious. You don't leave anyone behind, right? So it needs to be a conscious willingness and an alignment with the conscious goals and the subconscious goals. So that's that's what makes this so powerful and quick. Shashan, thank you so much for spending some time with me, for your insights, for your inspiration. There's something really special about the thought of willingness to transform. So that is definitely going to my idea box for the next painting. I can't wait to take it to art studio and also thank you for your generosity in offering a complimentary discovery call like i said i'm putting that in show notes so people can take advantage of that and just thank you so much for your work you're making such a difference and i appreciate you you're very welcome well that was fantastic conversation with shashan i really enjoyed it and i'm so jazzed about willingness to transform i think that's going to be an awesome painting and thank you for listening and tuning in Until next time, stay inspired, keep creating, no matter what you do, just keep creating, and I'll see you next time.